Hey there, I'm Marlene, a psychic, mental health coach, and founder of Mystic Women. Mystic Women is an amazing app for spiritual women available for Apple and Android. In this podcast, we're going to dive deep into my favorite topics, spirituality and mental health. And I am so excited to go on this journey with you all. I would love to get to know you. So please leave a review with your favorite part of the episode along with your Instagram handle so that I can give you a personal shout out on our next episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mystic Women Podcast. I am Marlene. I am so happy you're here. This would be another Thursday episode as I promised that I would be launching episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. However, I did realize that launching episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays and committing to these two episodes a week sort of goes against my creative flow. I don't want to sit every week and force myself to chat about something just because I have to do it. I rather it come from my heart. I rather it come from my intuition. And for that to truly happen, I have to sporadically do the episodes which is what I decided that I'm going to be doing. So my episodes will be every once in a while, maybe twice a week, sometimes maybe once a week, other times maybe three times a week, depends on how inspired I am on that particular time. There may be weeks that I will not launch an episode. It is all to go with my inner flow and my inner creativity. I truly hope this works for all of you. With that being said, I actually already picked a card for the episode of today because today's episode I really wanted to pick a card for it to sort of give it a little bit of direction. I picked a card from my Elemental Empath Oracle deck. I love this deck and the card that I got was Inner Authority. This is the card that we got for this episode. Inner Authority and Inner Authority is all about trusting your intuition and trusting that You have all the answers. I believe we spoke a lot about this in the past two or three episodes about there being a lot of gurus out there, a lot of spiritual teachers. And although it's amazing to have guidance, if you have no inner compass, then you're just basically a feather in the wind going with the flow of whatever is said to you. So definitely get in touch with your inner authority, that part of you that decides what is true and what isn't. What is true for you and what isn't for you? Some people will try to gaslight you into believing their truth. Do not let them. Always check in with yourself. Check in with your intuition. If something doesn't feel right, there has to be a reason for it. Even if someone is saying something that is technically true, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's true for you. Always stand your ground on what you believe to be true, on what truly guides your intuition. With that being said, today's episode is called Steer Away from Toxic Positivity, Choose Optimism Instead. This is interesting because, I mean, when we say positive, be positive, it does sound like a good thing to do, right? But too much of anything is usually not good. There has to be a balance to everything, a healthy balance that works for you. So what is toxic positivity? Do you guys know anyone who says good vibes? I mean, there was a huge trend 
some time ago with everyone saying good vibes only, good vibes only. I'm actually guilty of using that line, I believe. I've used that line before. But it does send the wrong message. It certainly isn't good vibes only. It can't always be good vibes only. So toxic positivity is basically the idea that you should maintain a positive mindset no matter what you're going through. It's choose happiness as the core emotion to process absolutely any situation. Just by listening to this, you can already tell what is wrong with this. When you focus only on being happy and only on that emotion, you basically disregard all of your other emotions and the fact that you need to feel other emotions in order to grow from a situation. This really hits home for me because as someone with bipolar disorder, I suffer from being either one of two polar opposites. Either I am very depressed or I am extremely elated and happy. That is if I'm not medicated. I am medicated, so I am stable. I do a lot of things in my life to stay stable and to find some sort of balance within me. But in the past, I was two polar opposites. I was either extremely, extremely happy or extremely, extremely depressed. Rarely was I somewhere in the middle. Sometimes I was, not always. So in my mind, I always assumed that happiness was the goal. Obviously, depression wasn't the goal. So it had to be happiness because I didn't want to be at the opposite end. So for a very long time, I do admit that my life consisted of chasing down happiness and these feelings of happiness. And those were the reasons why I was so into alcohol and I was so into anything that would give me an adrenaline rush. And I do admit that from time to time, I would tell people that they had to choose happiness, that they always had to choose happiness. And I was obviously speaking through my own perspective of what I was doing for myself. Typically, this is how people with not a lot of self-awareness do. They tend to only think about what they do and not the larger spectrum of things and how that may affect someone else. Because again, what works for you doesn't necessarily work for somebody else. So time and time again, I would shut down feeling any natural emotion, any emotion of sadness, because whether you're bipolar or not, you will feel sadness from time to time. And this doesn't mean that you're depressed. Sadness is a natural feeling. Depression is a symptom. It's a symptom of bipolar. But I would consistently block my ability to feel any emotion other than a positive one. And of course, this consistently avoids pain. It avoids feeling any type of pain. And what happens when you avoid feeling pain? Do you ever learn anything from your happy times? Let's be totally honest. Do you learn, typically learn from your happy times more than that of your sad times? Because I don't know about you, but I have learned my greatest lessons from the times that I have been extremely low and extremely sad. So focusing only on your positive emotions does block growth and deeper insight. It blocks those lessons that you learn from your mistakes and from feeling down and just not feeling okay with yourself and not 
feeling like you are happy with where you're at. I remember one time I I was very low and I wrote down, maybe there's more to life than chasing down happiness. And at the time I meant that with every fiber of my being. I was sick and tired of chasing down happiness, of always wanting to be in a good mood, of always representing this light of positivity all the time. Even when I was crushing inside, I was tired of it. I was really tired of not honoring my emotional flow. And I started to think about it. I started to think about the difference between positivity and optimism. And I realized that I was confusing the two. Positivity is more of the right now, the current, your current state. So your current state of mind is what positivity represents. Whereas optimism is looking into the future. It's like an outlook of, of your future events. It's an optimistic outlook of the future. Optimism is more, it's based on reality. Whereas positivity is under the assumption that everything is good. Let me give you an example. Let's say you're going through the most terrible time in your life. You lost your job. You you are about to be homeless and you're really going through it. Optimism forces you to disregard everything that's happening to you and just understand that you need to be happy. It tends to say this phrase because people who are very into that toxic positivity. They love to say this phrase. It all happens for a reason. It happened for a reason. I cannot stand this phrase. I understand that people that say it are just trying to be nice sometimes. They don't really mean anything negative by it. But to diminish or try to make someone's feelings irrelevant by saying, everything happens for a reason, is a little cruel. When someone is telling you that their entire life is falling apart and you tell them everything happens for a reason or the other phrase, everything's going to work out. Whether or not you mean good, I mean, there are so many other things that you can tell this person that will validate the feelings that they're going through, like perhaps telling them, your feelings are valid. It's okay to feel terrible about the situation. It does suck. However, we can keep a positive outlook. We can find solutions to what's going on. We can try our very best to fix the situation. But it is okay to feel bad about it because it does suck. It is a bad situation to be going through. And your feelings of sadness are valid. I mean, just imagine like your childhood pet passing away and somebody telling you, well, everything happens for a reason. Seriously, that is just not what you say to people. And typically the reason why we say phrases like this is for ourselves. It's to make our own selves feel more comfortable during the situation. Truth is, we don't like being around people that are at the moment not feeling good because it makes us not feel good. So we try to manipulate the situation by making this person snap out of the feelings that they're going through by telling them this. It's basically gaslighting, telling somebody 
well, it's going to be okay, or everything happens for a reason. You're honestly not really putting yourself in the situation. You're sort of separating yourself from it. Because if you were to put yourself in that person's shoes, would you really be telling yourself everything happens for a reason and everything's going to be all right? It doesn't, it's just something that we say to make ourselves feel better. It's for our own comfort more than the comfort of the person we're talking to. So how do we avoid toxic positivity? How do we actually avoid it and choose optimism instead? First of all, tell yourself that it is okay not to be okay. And this might sound cliche and like, well, that sounds like a quote, but honestly, tell yourself it's okay to not be okay. Because instead of having a viewpoint that it's just absolutely terrible to have negative feelings, learn to accept that it's truly not realistic to be okay all the time. That's not how humans work. It's not how life works. And remind yourself that if someone doesn't feel okay, that's perfectly acceptable. It's all right. Allow this person to feel what they feel without trying to intervene with some type of positivity quote. Instead, give them a hug or remind them because they likely have forgotten or feel ashamed about feeling bad. Remind them that it's okay to feel bad sometimes, that that's an acceptable emotion and that it's acceptable to feel like that. And tell this to yourself too, whenever you're down in the dumps, tell yourself it's okay to feel bad sometimes. You won't feel bad forever. It's okay. Another very important thing to do is to learn to manage your negative emotions rather than deny them completely. Like no one enjoys feeling bad, right? No one enjoys feeling bad. However, sometimes when we feel bad, it sort of gives us clues as to what we need to do in our lives, what we need to switch around in order to feel better. If you always live in a state of bliss, there's nothing to change. You don't really feel the urge to change anything. Why would you change it if you're so happy? There's no reason to change anything when you're happy, right? It's when things get hard that you realize, mm, okay, so something has to change. I need to do something proactive. It's those times of struggle that really shape us and really sort of alert us to the fact that something needs to change in our lives. And going back to what you tell someone who's going through a hard time, rather than bombarding them with toxic positivity, saying things like, think positive, I cannot stress enough how terrible it is to tell somebody to think positive when they are not feeling well. It doesn't make sense. Our minds, our brains can't comprehend what it is to think positive. There's a difference. Thinking positive and think and being optimistic. You can be optimistic, but thinking positive when you are just feeling so terrible is not something our brain understands to do. So telling someone to do this is cruel. It's funny because back when I would get really depressed, this this was a while ago, someone very close to me told me this phrase, just be happy, just think positive thoughts. Mind you, I was in the deep depths of depression. 
there's no thinking positive when you're down in deep, deep depression. And this person who I absolutely genuinely believe meant well told me, think happy thoughts and you'll feel better. Be happy. Think positive thoughts. And I felt so insulted at the moment because I had no ability to do that. It's like, don't you think that I would do that if I could? It's an obvious thing to try to do, right? I think it's the first thing that anyone with depression tries to do when they feel bad is to try to think positive, but it doesn't work because your brain is not functioning in that way at the moment. If it did and if it was capable of thinking positive, then you would not be suffering from depression. So that was definitely toxic positivity that was thrown my way. I'm going to share with you what this person should have actually said to me that would have actually helped at the moment. And although there's not much that you can say to help depression when you're deep down in bipolar depression, which was what I was going through, I would have loved for this person to say something along the lines of, It's okay to express and share what's causing you pain. Maybe talking about it will help you tackle the issue more easily. Because even if I wasn't ready to speak, I would have known that when I was ready, there was somebody ready to listen. And there's nothing more powerful than that. Because one of the worst things that can happen to you when you're going through depression is feeling like you have no one to turn to. And everyone that you have that you can turn to is just throwing, gaslighting you, basically telling you, hey, just think positive thoughts and you're going to feel better. And no, it doesn't work that way. So it's great to feel like you have someone in your life who's able to listen to you, who's truly there to, to listen to your pain and who's not going to judge you for it. Sadly, there aren't a lot of people like this out in the world, so... Be light, definitely be a light for someone, help them out when they feel low, and perhaps they'll do the same for you when you feel low. What goes around comes around. Before I end this episode, I want to talk about the one most important thing that I believe you need to do in order to truly embrace optimism, and that is to understand what you can and can't change what you have control over and what you don't have control over. Understanding this can give you so much power. For example, with my situation with bipolar disorder, I understood that there was no cure for bipolar disorder. So I couldn't really change the fact that I had bipolar, but I could definitely manage to correct my negative thinking patterns And I could go to therapy and I could take my medication and I could do so many other things that I did have control over in order to manage, to better manage my illness. Always gear yourself toward what you do have control over. This is a huge tip. Something that has worked in my life so well is realizing that I should never spend my life thinking about that which I cannot control. I can only control certain things and I should never dwell on what I cannot control. That only takes time away from what you can actually control and from working on so many different things you can do to better yourself. 
and make better choices and become healthier and have better mental health. And finally, express your emotions. Don't drown in your emotions, but express your emotions. Perhaps your loved ones will not understand that you need to express your emotions, but it should not stop you from doing it. If you have no one to speak to when it comes to expressing your emotions, then seek a support group, journal your thoughts. Journaling is such a powerful tool for expressing our emotions. Journaling, I'm not sure about anyone else, but at least for me, whenever I journal, I sort of have this deep conversation with myself where I end up answering these questions that I just get into a very deep state that helps me understand myself on so many different levels. And the more I journal, the more I understand about myself and the deeper within I'm able to go. If you do have a loved one that you can speak to that is amazing, do that. Always express your emotions. Don't drown in them. And again, accept what you cannot control and pay attention to what you can control. These two things will change your life. And definitely don't ever, ever tell anyone to think positive thoughts when they're depressed. <laughs> it's just not the way to do it. It's not, it's not what you say. Let them know that it's okay for them to express their emotions. If you can listen, if you're available, then allow yourself to be available for this person. Be the support system that they need. Perhaps you yourself are not at the moment in the right headspace to deal with this person's emotions. So try your best to acknowledge the fact that they are expressing their emotions and acknowledge the fact that it is okay for them to not feel okay. Don't try to dumb down the way they feel just for your own comfort. Always, always be the light. I want to thank you so much for being here. I promise to make episodes, like I said, whenever I'm feeling inspired and with my creative thoughts brewing, I don't ever want to just sit here to talk for the sake of talking. I do believe that your time is precious and I am so honored that you are giving it to me, better yet sharing it with me. Again, thank you so much for being here. My name is Marlene, love and light always. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something new. Let's connect further. Share your favorite part of this episode in your Instagram account and tag me at magicwoman underscore 33 and mysticwomen.co. I look forward to seeing your posts. Bye.